We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 28th, 2014. And the next report is entitled, The Bilderberg Plan to Obliterate Humanity. So it's a nice, fun, lighthearted, catchy title there. Uh, this is from Intel Hub, actually by Dave Hodges. They reposted it. He said, I recently interviewed Daniel Estelin, the author of what will be the newest bestseller, Transevolution, the Coming Age of Human Destruction, Deconstruction. Estelin wrote the book based largely on a Bilderberg white paper, which was smuggled to him by a Bilderberg insider. Now, this is kind of timely as well, because we just had the Bilderberg meeting that just took place. Anyway, the document was filled with information which spelled, spelled the end of the human race as we know it. Uh, well, again, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, got on the throne. So, it, it's not going to be... This may be Satan's plan. It's not going to play out like he thinks it's going to play out. But we do need to be armed with knowledge, um, or it's, I think, a better plan of attack to be armed with knowledge. My people, you know, uh, are destroyed for lack of knowledge, like the Bible talks about in Hosea 4, 6, and this type of thing. And to know Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, where the Bible talks about that as well. So Hollywood has made millions on movies like The Terminator, Blade Runner, and RoboCop, just to name a few. In fact, RoboCop is being re-released in the next several weeks. Now, this was written on February 10th of this year. I guess it's already come out. Estulin states that cyborgs, or man-machines, are the future of the post-human world. Now, I've heard a lot about this lately, too, that... What they want to do is wipe out the sheeple people masses and then have their own consciousness basically uploaded into these these robots, essentially, where you're not going to have to worry about aging or, or these types of things. Or maybe some type of transhuman, part machine, part human type, you know, who knows? It's all so insane, the whole concept of it, but um, he's saying, Estulin State cyborgs are man-made machines of the future of the post-human world, yes, you read that correctly, we will soon find ourselves living in a post-human world. Uh, you may be familiar with the new TV series on Fox called Almost Human, where one of the main characters is a cyborg cop. We could see such an interaction between non-human and morphed humans in the near future. In the future of trans-evolution, we will be witnessing a literal fountain of youth which will result from becoming a cyborg, as it will soon be possible to purchase this technology in the future. However, everyone except the super elite will be banned from purchasing this literal fountain of youth. Like, I would want it. Yeah, I, I don't think I want a one-way trip ticket to hell by, you know, becoming part cyborg, part machine. Jesus Christ did not come back to pay the price with his death, burial, and resurrection, with his with his sacrifice on the cross, his shed blood, that price was not paid for a cyborg, or for a devil, or a demon, or a fallen angel. So, if you take this plunge, just understand, it's just like taking the mark of the beast, essentially. There's no going back. I mean, if you become part machine, part human, you know, I don't see any way out of that. I'm... You know, just I'm just look, trying to look at this from a logical uh, standpoint. So, let's go further here. Uh, humanity will be similar to what the moviegoers saw in the, in the summer of 2013 in the movie The Man of Steel. 
In the opening 30 minutes of the movie, it was revealed that every resident of Krypton had certain genes turned on and certain genes turned off. And everyone from Krypton, except for Superman, had been artificially bred for specific purposes. This is what humanity is quickly moving towards, and unless you are the elite, humanity will be bred, dumbed down if needed, to serve the purpose for the global elite. Those are the ones that survive, though. Estulin mentioned that the wholesale destruction of the world's economy is not an accident, nor is it a miscalculation or the result of political shenanigans. The destruction is being done on purpose, absolutely on purpose. Estulin revealed that the Bilderberg Insider told him that the slave masters of this planet want to collapse the economy, force the people into stack-and-pack cities of mega-millions, and then exterminate most of humanity. This is all confirming things I've reported on in the past. Estulin and I explored the methods that the super elite may use to exterminate 90% of all people on this planet. We both agree that starvation is the most likely candidate. Starvation is a clean method of killing. It is quick. Well, I don't know about quick, but I mean, it's not like it's a bullet to the head. I mean, anyway, it's quick and it would leave the planet in good shape for the global elite to establish their paradise on Earth. Now, let's let, before I go any further, let's have some biblical balance here. Let's have some biblical perspective on how God sees these devils. Okay, because so much of the time it's so easy to get sucked into the whole thing of, oh, this is all doom and gloom. Oh, look at what they're going to do to us. Uh, none of that's faith. Okay, well, how does God feel about these, these pathetic devils that are plotting and planning all of this for humanity? Psalm 51.6, um, actually, we're going to look at more on the other, yeah, yeah, we're going to look at that, how God looks at it, but this is, these are some good verses regarding some, uh, some balance to this, these are things to like, think about, to think upon, to meditate upon. Because we don't want to get our eyes off the word of God or the Lord Jesus Christ. So Psalm 56 verse 1 says, Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresseth me. And again, this is what we're talking about here. We're talking about the global elite who are Satan's little helpers, okay, wanting to swallow up humanity for their own nefarious evil purposes. So then he says, he fighting daily oppresseth me. Mine enemies would swallow me up, for there be many that fight against me, O thou the most high. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Which is an awesome verse. Now that's an easy one to remember, because you, you can say, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee, Psalm 56.3. It rhymes. So what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee, Psalm 56.3. So it's a good, it's a really easy one to, to memorize. Uh, Psalm Next verse, verse 4. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. So that, in that particular regard, when we cry out to God, and God hears our prayer, that is a way that we can get our enemies to turn, uh, turn back, away from us, in other words. So when I cried to thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, will not thou deliver my feet from falling? That I may walk before God in the light of the living. So those are some good positive verses to counterbalance all of this negative garbage we're getting into. Also my teaching on um, Psalm 64, just key in the word Psalm in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com also gets into that concept of God fighting against our enemies and against the wicked. And um, 
Let's go further. Some of my readers and listeners have asked me about why I'm so opposed to Agenda 21. I think this is Dave Hodges, right? And again, every time I read from this guy, he's got some really good information, but it is so doom and gloom. We're all going to die. And, you know, I think he says he's a Christian, but it's like, I don't see any faith in his writings. I see, I'm sorry, I just don't see any faith at all. Sorry, I had my little mouse fall off there. Uh, So, I, there's, I try to, when I go over his material, which is excellent and concise, and I believe gives a very accurate portrayal of what the elite would intend for us, but we also have to discuss about what God can do on our behalf and what God would intend for his remnant. And and I don't mean just to give all flowery, fluffy things to tickle your ears, but I mean, we have to be able to interject hope into this message as well. Not just doom and gloom and, you know, why don't I just fall on my sword right now because things look so bleak. Um, that's going to affect your prayer life too. If you're in that mode of thinking all the time where it's all dark, doom and gloom, why am I bothered to pray? Because everything's going to crash around me. Well, God's not even going to hear your prayer. You know, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so it's very important for us to have faith and hope when we pray. And if you totally dwell on stuff like this, it is going to start uh, stealing your faith and hope uh, away from you. So I try to temper it with Bible verses and interject things. So we have a little bit of balance here. So... He says, I answer, he says, why am I opposed to Agenda 21 and devote so much time to fighting it? To these and all others, I answer that forcing humanity to forsake rural and suburban living and to move to be into the soon-to-be death traps of the megacities is very consistent with the tenets of Agenda 21. That's true. I recently interviewed my good friend Barbara Peterson, who presented evidence which demonstrated that the super elite are in the process of attacking not just humans with GMOs, which will eventually kill you. The GMOs also sterilize our food supply. And then, as if by magic, Peterson and I took calls on my show from farmers all across the country who confirmed the sterilization of both crops and farm animals was well underway. So again, they're they're trying to go after everything. And the GMOs are a big way they're doing it. They get us all sterilized with the GMOs. Guess what? No more uh, propagation of the population. That makes the Satan's job a lot easier. And a lot of these shows portray, like of the future, portray humanity in a much sterilized state. He goes on to say, let's give credit where credit is due. Monsanto is not alone in the conspiracy against humanity. In chapter 2 of his book, Esculin, Details how huge corporations like Monsanto, Cargill, and Archer Daniels are plotting to set up mass starvation on the planet. These corporate names became household names, and they have become an interlocked, self-perpetuating syndicate that will decide who eats and who doesn't, who lives and who dies. This is why it's, you know, if at all possible, to have some food stores, to have some ways to purify water, or to have some water that's, you know that you could you have um, in case of an emergency, maybe to be near a well that you can get to. These types of things um, are important. So going further, 
Why are mega corporations such as these and a small and a small social political elite? I don't know what that means. Oh, allowed. I'm sorry, I edited this a little bit wrong. Why are mega corporations such as these and a small socio political elite allowed to own our food and control the very basis of humanity? The simple answer is because they're evil and because they can. Estulin's research indicates that GMO food was the creation of the Rockefeller Foundation, who are members of the Bilderberg Group. This is all part of a plan for total control of mankind. As, aside, as an aside, Barbara Peterson noticed, noted in my interview with her that McDonald's fries will soon be made of GMOs. McDonald's would be right on the spear tip of killing humanity off. You know... Um, I think what they need to do is start changing their sign to like, you know, 200 billion annihilated or, or and you know how they have like, you know, 1 billion served or whatever it is. What, what about the, the true death numbers that they've actually caused? Like 2 billion in the grave thanks to Mickey D's, you know. Come on, take some credit there, you know. So genetic engineering is about taking control of nature, redesigning it and rebuilding it. The, the phrase, plain God, comes up in almost every conversation about genetic engineering. This is no longer the stuff of science fiction. Nothing good comes for genetic engineering, as this generation of children will be the last generation, which will be human in the sense that we define humanity today. Why? Because they're, they're so messing with our DNA, with, you know, the GMOs is just one thing, but the vaccines and what's in the chemtrails, and they're literally trying to totally change us into something that is not human. And if you're not human, you cannot get saved. You can't. And this is why Satan's doing it. This is why I always go back to the DNA thing. That's uh, over and over. So let's go further here. Um... Estulin documented how insects are being weaponized for combat through chipping as a result of recent DARPA projects. Humans will soon be chipped, not necessarily for warfare, but for the purpose of transformation into something hideous, which will serve the whims of the global elite. Now remember, this is what their plans are. Okay? This is like if, if, God, if God didn't exist, and this is what they're going to do to us, they're going to run roughshod, and there's going to be no resistance. Okay, remember, they wanted to make 1984 a reality. Okay, we're not even, we're not to 1984 yet. And, you know, we're 2014. So they're way, 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 way behind schedule. Because God, I believe, keeps throwing monkey wrenches into their plans. But I think that has a lot to do with prayer from the remnant as well. And let's go further here. Presently, all communication happening on the planet right now can be monitored in real time and is being done to control us, to dumb us down, to brainwash, to influence, to predict our future behavior. The super elite is doing this so that we don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking on our own. A simple example of this fact is the evidence that our ever-increasing number of airports, our facial scanning techniques, are designed to reveal two security individuals who are Angry, malevolent, etc. Uh, he didn't write that very good, but the facial scanning things that they're that they're actually implementing in the airports are revealing to the security personnel people that are angry, malevolent, whatever. 
Okay, and then what they're doing is they can pull you aside and say, oh, you know, you, you're, our, our machine's indicating that you've got something to hide or that you're angry and are you going to bomb the plane or something or, you know what I mean? That type of garbage. This technology is here uh, right now. That's why I want to get everybody drug, drugged um, where they're just like robots and automatons that really don't have any emotion. That's how Satan wants everybody. Estelin mentions Nazi Germany in his book numerous times uh, throughout the book. Estelin drew a similarity between the mass control of the Nazis had in comparison to the control the super elite has over the human race right now. Presently, America is approaching a 21st century fulfillment of what Hitler, Stalin, and Mao Zedong, as they attempted to initiate their genocidal regimes. And we're, we're, we're moving toward it, and there's no doubt. According to the USA Today, NASA recently revealed that their Mars robotic rover has found signs that a vast, hospitable lake once spread over on the now desolate surface, a potential home to pass life for centuries or more. Uh, with this new discovery that life may be possible on Mars, the elite could easily, through nanotechnology, subsequently build a homestead there. There are many private corporations on the planet who are ready to go to Mars within five years. I believe they got technology where they go to Mars all the time right now anyway. We don't even know the half about what kind of technology they got. When they came into league with these fallen angels, particularly when the government officially did this with the Grenada Treaty, I believe that was back in the 40s. Key in Grenada in the keyword search box and contendingfortruth.com. I get into the whole thing. This is when our modern-day te- technology just exploded. And that was just what they were willing to release to the public. I mean, we were like in this holding pattern from a technological standpoint for literally thousands of years. And then all of a sudden, you know, we just explode. Where did all that knowledge come from? Well, anyway, that's a whole other subject to broach. Apparently, if the elite cannot exterminate humanity in a clean and neat ways that they have designed, it may be necessary to, to temporarily move off-world while the job is completed in a more messy way, according to some. This is their plan B. My comment. Sorry, Satan, but this will not happen from a biblical standpoint. Okay, In other words, they're just not going to wipe out humanity and think that they're going to go their merry way and live on Mars happily ever after. How does God feel about these devils? They're really morons, honestly, if you think about it. I mean, you're, you're going against the creator of the universe. But pride and arrogance blind people and demon possession so that they can't even remotely see what reality is. This is how God sees them. Psalm 2, verse 1. Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. The Lord hath made all things for himself. Yea, okay, and then we go into Proverbs 16.4. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. See, that's that's your end, Mr. Devil Elite, Mr. Illuminati, or whatever other way, all these other people that have sold themselves to Satan. 
The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Job 21.30 says that the wicked is reserved to the day of destruction. They shall be brought forth in the day of wrath. So let me read you some commentary. I, 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 um, we're always hearing about what their plans are for us. Well, this is where you're going to end up. Let me, let me give you a little news broadcast about your future and your fate. And then we have Revelation 20.10 and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And that's where your followers are going to end up too. And the people that take the mark of the beast. So I like to give some, you know, counter counter punches here regarding what the real future is going to be for the wicked. Looking unto, um, and then we have... uh, Hebrews 12.2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down now at the right hand of the throne of God, where he ever maketh intercession for the saints as our heavenly advocate. Okay, so we can't ever lose sight and track of that. I don't care what we cover here on a weekly basis. Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father on the throne. Period. And they rule the universe. And they made the universe. So, top that, Satan. Can't do it. Psalm 45, verse 6. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. See, the throne of God's forever and ever. What's Satan's end? And the false prophet and the Antichrist and all of his followers. Oh, the lake of fire? With fire and brimstone? Will they be tormented day and night forever and ever? Which team do you want to be on? Now, if you're not saved hearing this, you need to go to my website at contendingfortruth.com and click on the salvation that says, or the tab at the top that says true salvation and we'll... I walk you all the way through that, really just using Bible verses. Not trying to to get slick or whatever. I'm just telling you what the Word of God says about salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, um, please avail yourself to that if you are not saved listening to this. That is the most important decision you will ever make. Far of far more importance than even what we're really talking about today because you, you know, you could do all of the things in the world to prepare for what's coming, but if you if you lose your own soul and go to hell, what does it really matter? What what does it really gain you? And then Psalm forty seven verse eight says, "God reigneth over the heathen; God sitteth upon the throne of His holiness." So these are um, these are all things to uh, think about. So God reigneth over the heathen. It's not Satan up there reigning. Over, over everything and controlling everything. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. And again, these are verses we want to we wanna dwell on to counterbalance all this negative garbage. Because these verses build our faith too. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You hearing these verses just now, think about it, okay? You hearing those verses I went over just now, didn't that just build your faith up a little bit? Or, or maybe a lot? <laughs> Seriously, didn't it? Because the word of God builds our faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And faith 
is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, according to Hebrews 11.1. 1. So, going back to the Remain Report, unlike Huxley, I have seen nothing brave about this brave new world. Nanotechnology is a powerful new technology for taking apart and reconstructing nature at an atomic... See, this nanotechnology, I, 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 don't, I don't like it. I don't like anything nano. Okay? It's a powerful new technology for taking apart and reconstructing the nature, nature at an atomic level. Scientists are acting like God to manipulate life through the use of this technology. I, I haven't really ever read anything really positive, truly positive, when you really start to go into it deeply. I can only imagine all the horrible things nanotechnology can do to the human race. Again, I agree. Nothing good with regard to nanotechnology can or will become from this blatant insanity. The plans for the global elite constitute an abomination before God. Right now, the elite are employing their Promethean plans, which will change, and if you're not understand what that is, that whole show, Prometheus, I don't advise you watch it, but that's one of the main, uh, I guess, plans, basically, that, that we were created in that particular um, movie through, like, the dead, decaying body of this devil, I mean, nasty devil alien that basically sacrificed his life into the stream a million years ago or something, and then those bits and pieces that were left over of his decaying body ultimately formed what became to be known as man. It was like an extreme form of, of ancient astronaut, which is the whole thing where the planet was seeded with alien, by aliens with this life that eventually evolved into what we have today, which is just another lie from the pit of hell. Okay, that's the Promethean plan will change the world and will transform the very essence of humanity, and it's happening now. Let's make no mistake about it. The super elite are attempting to become more powerful than God. Comment. Um, oh, my comment here. <laughs> so let me just back up a hair here. The super elite are attempting to become more powerful than God. My comment. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? Oh, I know. Isaiah fourteen twelve through 15. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? This is basically God talking to, um, addressing Lucifer as he fell. And then he became Satan. Okay? This is like ground zero for when that happened. Isaiah 14, 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? Which is what he's all about, weakening us. Isn't all the stuff we're talking about today all about ultimately weakening us, body, soul, and spirit? Absolutely. Chipping away at us all the time, incessantly, never-ending. Next verse. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. He wanted to be above God. He had the audacity to say, I'm going to ascend up into heaven. I'm going to exalt my throne above the stars of God. Then he goes on to say, I will sit upon the mount of congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought, brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. Yet more confirmation of where your future is, Satan, formerly known as Lucifer, 
The anointed cherub that covereth, is how he was referred to. He wasn't a, a regular angel. He was a cherub. Big difference. A lot of people refer to him as a fallen angel. He was never a fallen angel. He was a fallen cherub. I think he's the only cherub that fell. You look. You want to know what a cherub is? Just do a keyword search at like blueletterbible.com. Um, and you, it'll give you all the instances where cherubs are mentioned. Cherubim and seraphim, the heavenly beings that, that are around the throne of God, typically... They're a special, very, very, very high order, high order of angelic type being, but they're not an angel like Michael or the other angels. Okay, um, not to say that I'm like downplaying the other angels. I'm just saying they're they're of a higher, I believe, order, a higher ranking. There, there's um, very, I think, very few of them. If we just go by scripture, um, maybe there's more, but scripture doesn't indicate that there's a, a lot of them. So, anyway, that's what we're dealing with here. So, Satan's going to be brought, brought down into hell and the sides of the pit, and then ultimately he's going to end up in the lake of fire, burning with fire and brimstone, being tormented day and night forever and ever, with him and, and all his devils and demons and fallen angels and followers and the people that take the mark of the beast. That's the way this is all going to turn out. So, you either get on the winning team now, or you get on the losing team that appear like they think they're the winning team. They're going to try to convince you, hey, we're the winning team, obviously. Look at these Christians, they don't have any power to stop us. We're going to, all of this is by design, though. All of this the Bible predicts. It doesn't predict like, well, it doesn't say anything about GMOs and stuff like that. Well, it doesn't give you every single little tiny infinitesimal detail. But it gives you the big master plan of how it's going to go down. And we are definitely moving exactly as the Bible says. In, 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 into that direction. So finishing off here, it says the super elite controls, uh, and again, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne, but he's saying the super elite controls the human race in almost every imaginable way possible. Just the term conspiracy theorist was invented by the global elite as a marginalizing tool to keep the public from believing in conspiracy theories that will enslave humanity. Uh, yeah, exactly. They invent a term to marginalize people like us that know what's going on. Little that happens in our world is by an accident. It's all part of the grand plan. So that was um, another report from Dave Hodges there. Okay, so that's all I have for today. And uh, I will go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I thank you for... um, just letting me get here, Lord, and to do another teaching. I pray that this information will be a blessing to my listeners, to anyone hearing this, that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, that we would be equipped and prepared, Lord God, regarding the days and times ahead, uh, spiritually, body, soul, and spirit, Lord, in every way, shape, and form, that there that you would eliminate, Lord God, the weak links in our chain, uh, because I know Satan is going around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I pray that we be used for your glory, Lord, um, through the Lord Jesus Christ, to save many people, to lead many people to truth, Lord. Because ultimately, that's the purpose of this ministry and many ministries like it, Lord. I just pray you bless the body of Christ. I do pray, God, you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed in any way, shape, or form, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.